Tonight, threats of legal action and demands for a probe as pressure mounts on governing New Patriotic Party to fish out and punish aspirants accused of splashing cash to buy votes. I just ended presidential primary. So let the office of the special prosecutor go after these people. I will take the division because when things are going terribly wrong, they are the last vestiges of dignity in the country. So I'm going to file suit. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. Top story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Pressure is tonight mounting on the governing new patriotic party from within its own ranks and from civil society for it to fish out and punish aspirants accused of splashing cash to buy votes at the just-ended presidential primary. Some MPP delegates were caught on tape admitting to taking cash or missing out on what was being shared by some of the aspirants. Listen. I received uh, seven point five Canada Japan. He paid three million, and Baumia uh, pay four million, and uh, exec- executives then pay fifty cities. So complete seven five. I'm uh, I'm waiting for uh, Ken. You kept my money. You are telling me that. Uh, Mr. Haban has seized my money because I'm working for Kennedy uh, Japan. Meanwhile, you are working for uh, what do you call it, Baumia. But you came, you came for me to collect the money from me. So why you don't want me to come out? Three past seventeen, no. Three past three, no. How much is getting in? I am one city up till now. I have about two o'clock, no. We have booked Kennedy Kenya and Sankai. Yes, I delegate Biya three hundred Ghana. Well, today there are threats of legal action from within the party itself. Former MPP chairman, aspirant and political scientist Dr. Makoba has announced he will be taking legal action to annul the results. It's not a law against vote by muscle. Yes. And then we go to the polls to buy votes. And we believe that we don't have seen it. That it doesn't matter. That it's acceptable. In broad daylight, we're sharing money. And then we announced the, the, the result. And this one got it. It's a proper country. I have said it. I will take the division. Because when things are going terribly wrong, they are the last vestiges of dignity in the country. So I'm going to file suit. But since this election was conducted under illegality, vote buying, the result should be modified. So you'll be filing a suit? Yes. Now, former national chairman of the party, uh, Peter McMenu, wants a special prosecutor to take up the matter. So let the office of the special prosecutor go after these people. And let's see its effect on the national uh, agenda of vote buying. Let me put it this way. The Economic and Financial Crimes Commission of Abuja, the equivalent in Ghana, is the IOKO, Economic and Organized Crime Office. So if they are arresting people for paying bribes to influence voters, how come our IOKO must be sleeping?
So can the OSP look into this matter? I want to bring in uh, Mary Ada, who of course heads the Ghana Integrity Initiative. Also joining me is Haruna Mohammed, is a Deputy General Secretary of the MPP. Uh, we'll be joined by Samsung Lada Yenini, who's lawyer and joins us right now. He's uh, read the OSP Act in full. Uh, Samsung, let me start with you very quickly on the uh, suggestion made by Mark Menu. He says the OSP should look into this. Uh, can the OSP do so? Um, I think we have seen the OSP attempt to give us the impression that it may be able to do so. But there is a big hurdle that the OSP will have to cross if it's capable of doing so. So if you watch the last time the assembly elections, an assembly member, uh, I've forgotten the specific area, the OSP is actually currently prosecuting that or giving money, uh, which is which constitutes an act of corruption for which the OSP is able to prosecute. But when you have um, the event or the occasion being an internal party activity. And it's not about the election of the national executives. So that is where the problem is. The law, the Political Parties Act, defines these elections that are public elections to include the elections of national executives of the political parties. So to the extent that the primaries do not constitute election that is deemed in law as public elections, public elections, then the OSP may be handicapped. But there is an argument that the OSP may be exploring, except that it may be a difficult game for it if it goes to court. Uh, to do a matter of crime. There is a case of Yebi and Avalifo where uh, the courts uh, gave us a guidance. You know, the Apex Court gave a guidance that, um, what is the Court of Appeal, rather? It gave a guidance that, the, the, uh, if you remember, um, Obeda Samoa, who was who took custody of party money and the, there was a problem with the money eventually when it was reported and it was being dealt with there was an argument that this is party money party money is not the state money so you can't bring in an, a question of corruption and to deal with the entity as if it's a public uh, entity and the court gave clarification that the political party constituted is a public entity and a public body and must be dealt with as such. So that's the only time there is an, an attempt to explore if that is possible. Otherwise, the law is in black and white is that public elections are the elections you and I are familiar with, the three assembly elections, the national elections for uh, president, for members of parliament, uh, if the elections have to do with the state, but when it has to do with the internal party 
uh, organization. And it is not for the election of its executives, then it is not a public election, strictly so to speak. And that's the challenge. Yeah, and that obviously is a challenge that the, uh, those asking for this action will have to face. I want to quickly bring in the Deputy General Secretary of the party. Uh, he is Haruna Mohammed. Mr. Mohammed, uh, you, you've heard from one of your own, the former national chairman. Magmenu saying OSP should probe this matter. You've heard from Akuba, who also aspired to the role of a chairman, who's saying he's going to test this in court. The party itself, how are you dealing with this matter, considering the obvious voices we heard from the delegates who admitted they were bribed, they missed out on monies? Thank you very much. I would say good evening to uh, my senior brother, uh, lawyer, Ayinini. Uh, and uh, the uh, cherished listeners of this very important program. Um, I think that the foundation of the MPP uh, is founded on the rule of law, and we would be very happy that this very important topic and challenge that has bedeviled Ghanaian politics, uh, even in Africa, uh, to be tested in the law courts for us to see how this matter is going to be. Uh, very much handled. Uh, having listened to the people on tape, uh, I can't say that this is a matter that maybe when interrogated very well uh, would get to understand what it means. But to say whether it was for to buy their conscience or whatever, uh, this has not been publicly stated by persons who are heard on tape that these monies were given to them because uh, they were to buy their conscience, but uh, they clearly indicated how they were collecting. But what were they collecting? For what purpose? That has not been stated. So investigation will be very good. Uh, the party uh, is hearing and getting to know some of these particular matters because of this uh, reportage from the media. And at the appropriate time, the party will look at them. Uh, if there are sanctions to be given, uh, that will be fine. But. I also support so, the so, fact that mm. uh, this matter should be investigated. And looking at the gray areas as uh, uh, stated by lawyer Ayanini, uh, I'm very, very skeptical to see But Why not test the law? I think that we should test the law and get to know whatever that is proper. I think that is good. So do I hear you saying categorically that the party will investigate it at your own level? If this matters, we are getting to know this matters, and I think that this will be brought to the attention of the party leadership. And when it is brought to the leadership, this will be weighed, just as uh, lawyer INNA is looking at it. We'll wait to see how, what is the impact and what have you. Then we'll also check against the guidelines that was issued by the Presidential Elections Committee. If this was giving them to induce the people, then this is a matter the party will look at. But if this is given to support transport of the of, of this particular delegate the party will also look at it and see how best you remember in that particular audio or tape or video uh, they mentioned that the party has given them 50 cities we give transport so if this is in line with what 
the people is given to support their transportation, what obviously do you need a party to do? But this is a matter that we all encourage. If it is testable in court, let's do that. And then we establish the fact that this party is founded on the rule of law. Okay, and just for clarity, you say if this matter is brought to the party's attention, uh, it's already out in the public domain. Is the party waiting for some complaint, a formal complaint to be submitted, or you're going to take it up yourselves? That's what I'm saying. The party is also viewing it. And as you have called me in, uh, yesterday the general secretary also saw that particular video. And then uh, there was some uh, sort of verif- verification. We need to verify and to get to know uh, whether these people are actually delegates, whether these people, what they are saying is contrary or sharp contrary with what the party directive is. Then this is something that the party could also consider in terms of investigating if it is worthy of investigating. Haruna Mohammed, stay with me. Let me bring in Mary, the uh, acting executive director of the Ghana Integrity Initiative. Mary, you had the party's deputy general secretary there, uh, happy with the 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 party's plan to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, uh, are- sorry, sorry, Mohammed. Let me. Bring, I was actually referring that question uh, to. Mary Ada, who is the acting executive director of GII. Unfortunately, there was some interference in the line, so you may not have heard uh, that. But let's see if we can get uh, Mary Ada on. Hello, Mary. Yes, good evening to you, Evans, and good evening to the others listening and your, your listeners and also something and agents of my just book. I believe that in these issues, one of the things that I have heard from the weekend till now is the fact that the party itself is getting worried about this and for the former chairman to indicate that some of the behaviors that were put up must be necessarily investigated and the special prosecutor should take action is in the right direction however i also believe that these party officials must stop playing the ostrich because most of them are aware that these happen these are happenings which occur almost every cycle of elections and we have spoken to these extensively. So it is gotten to a point where they need to show more to the citizens of Ghana that they are not countenancing some of these behaviors. And what he has said you, you would listen to them and say they have that, said it well, but then they go on to do the same thing. If the party is giving 50 cities, then why would the same party say that the contestants can give TNT to the same people? And then they justify it by doing it so plainly and so openly. Then people who feel ownership of this then begin to make remarks that you cannot believe are being made in public spaces for everybody to hear, including the international community. This is very unfortunate. Uh, We've heard some justification and reaction from one of the camps accused or mentioned in that uh, audio we just been playing from the delegates. Uh, Samuel Ukui is a leading member of the Vice President Dr. Baumier's uh, camp and of course he's been elected the party's uh, flag bearer now. He gave this explanation. The the nomination forms of the aspirant, it is stated that you must be resourceful. Either you have the resources or you must be resourceful for you to be able to help us as a party. Nobody runs a campaign from his pocket entirely. Not even Donald Trump could do it. 
And that is why all of them launched a fundraising form of activities. Many of the funds that I know from Dr. Baumia's side was raised through many of these people coming together to help him. Are you, are Marjo, you, is that you understand? Are you admitting, are you admitting that that 400 cities was paid? No, 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 I don't think it came from his pocket. So what we did was to assign and allocate all these people. But we said that no matter what support you want to give, please do not go beyond a certain threshold. Okay. Because it cannot be victory procured on the altar of purchase. So the 400 was to influence the vote. Because you cannot. 400 influence your I'm vote. Not, no, but are, you, it, are we getting to a point where we say that, it, it, let it, me finish, it, it, that delegates cannot go and exercise their civic responsibility without being given transportation. The NDC, 400 cities transportation the NDC, in Adenta. The NDC mm-hmm. gave support to all delegates. All I'm saying is, these two, these major political parties, they always give support. They are uh, Mary, what, what do you make of that explanation? I, I think it's a very unfortunate statement made by a gentleman who has been in the political space for a long time. One of the things that he has said is that the party has certified that the uh, contestants being resource, resourceful means they should go out there and get money and come and then give to those who are going to be voting for them. I don't think that is the purpose of being the resourceful baby the party would have been speaking about. This is unfortunate. They should admit that it is not right. And let's proceed on getting some solutions to this issue. Instead of trying to justify it, it is wrong today, it is wrong tomorrow, and it will forever be wrong. And that is why uh, the cost of elections is increasing and, and not decreasing. And that is the reason why we are seeing corruption as well increasing by the day. Because people are justifying the increasing cost of election by doing a lot of things that should not be done. And we need to, as a people, if we want credibility in our elections, if we want to see that we are electing people based on their competencies and not how much they are giving to the electorate, then we need to pay attention to this. We want a democracy that is fair, that there is equity, that people who fit to be in these positions are the people we vote for. And we should not in any way try to justify this wrong conduct where citizens are also becoming very bold to then speak out that monies which were supposed to be given to them have not been given. Have you thought of it? Have you thought of how uh, 400, 000, uh, 400 Ghana cities could be given in multiples of over 200,000 people? And if this is just for the uh, party primaries, then you can imagine uh, the 80 million people, what would go into it? We should begin to pay attention and stop behaving like we live in uh, places where there is money dripping from the sky. Uh, are we saying that those in the other countries who vote and do not pay, they, they do not vote for people? And just like uh, MFR adds, are you saying that people will not want to vote for you if you do not give them money? We have monetized our election to such an extent that now we have tried as much as we can to uh, ensure that we are justifying it 
and making sure that nobody says it is vote buying. It is vote buying today. It will be vote buying tomorrow, and it remains vote buying. Mm. And, and, and something, if you listen to the Samuel's explanation, there, it also comes down to the intention, is it not? I mean, his, his explanation is boils down to the point that it was given to facilitate uh, the movement of the of the delegates and also to feed them, not to buy votes necessarily. Would that be a challenge if this goes to court? Yes, so Evans, the the law is very clear under under treating and undue influence. Uh, under treating, um, the law actually, you know, it's so interesting. It says if you give the money, either you are paying wholly or in part the expenses. So you are not paying all the expense, part of the expenses. Of course, the motive for giving it. It's important. And the law actually says, if you are even giving meat or drink, it's all uh, part of, or entertainment, it's all part of what is prohibited, which someone can be uh, taken to jail, and also may, will be prohibited from voting about five years or uh, yeah, ten, five years after that. But I am saying that I suspect that on the basis of the judgment by the Supreme Court in 2000, uh, in which... Uh, the two police constables uh, were accused of stealing NDC money, and yet the Supreme Court said that that is a public entity. Despite the limitation of the definition in the black and white law, the OSB may be able to make a case in the court by arresting these people and dealing with them. So for, let's, for starters, try it, even though for a, a period now, there has been a campaign for amendment of the law to catch these situations directly and not only national ele- uh, executive, uh, regional executive and constituency executive elections which are supervised by the Electoral Commission. Uh, whilst we wait for any potential amendment to make it direct, we may be able to use the Supreme Court's decision of 2000 to make a case that this can be prosecuted um, as a matter of corruption. Uh, something thank you very much there and, and i still have with me the deputy general secretary of the npp who obviously has said that the party is interested in looking into this and investigating it um and 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 tell me uh, mr mohammed the party gives 50 cities uh, to the delegates and yet we've had others also contributed if you listen to the explanation giving uh, by samir wuku and that you know the party has asked them to be to be resourceful in their campaigns is you are the you you are the deputy general secretary you set the rules does that conform with the rules that you set um thank you Ivan. first and foremost i want to correct one uh impression uh, that madame mary had said the party did not ask anybody to top up any money but we all know these candidates are uh, they have their mind on their own if they decide to support uh, voters or delegates with transport, can't obviously tell them that don't do so. If it is that they are buying their conscience, and then this is clearly reported, the party is very much interested in investigating and punishing crime. And I think that it is good that I've heard one person says he's going to test this one in the law court. I think that. If it is done, I think we got to be MVP tries on the rule of law. And that is what we all call for. 
So candidates going ahead to support people with tra- travel and transport can't definitely be stopped by the party. They, that, that they are doing it in their own in their own will, their own evolution. And if this is justifiable in court, then I think that we all pick it out from there. But the party has not sanctioned that we have given 50 cities. Oh, and we are so and so should go and give this. We have not sanctioned such a thing. But we have not also said that uh, if you have to support somebody with transport, don't do so. The party hasn't said so. And it is not the position of the party that we have asked that this be done. And I think that this is an opinion that if you say that this is owed by, that is your opinion. It's not conclusive enough unless this is justified by a competent court of jurisdiction. So it will be the opinion of the accused and that's where it will stay. Okay, uh, Musafa, thank you very much. Stay with me. I've just been joined by Musa Fagbande. Haruna Mohammed is still with me. Musa Fagbande is the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC. And uh, Musafa, thanks. I, I'm just curious here. I, the NDC, have you called to congratulate the uh, elected f- presidential candidate, if you like, flag bearer of the MPP just yet? Thank you very much, and good evening to your listeners. MPP. And Dr. Mahmoud Bahamia does not deserve a congratulation from Ghana. They are wanted people as far as promises to Ghanaians are concerned. Dr. Mahmoud Bahamia is a repackaged, reinvented ambition of President Akufado. You cannot separate liabilities of Nanado from Dr. Mahmoud Bahamia. Whatever things Baumia or Akufado did, Baumia is jointly a beneficiary and severally jointly also liable for the things that Akufado did wrong against Ghanaians. And so they do not deserve, as far as the liabilities and the deficits are concerned in terms of our development and economic stability, how do you congratulate somebody who have impoverished Ghanaians? How will you congratulate people who have rendered Ghanaians poor, collapsed businesses and collapsed our economy. At the back of it, guarded as a political party and sharing Ghanaians' money. How do you congratulate them? If you look at the ambition of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia as it is, it is a shadow image of Nanado, Gabi, and Oporiata that you will see. You cannot see Baumia himself. He is lost as far as his own candidature is concerned. And so, because constitutionally, Nanado is barred from coming for the third time, he has gone to reinvent and rebranded himself through Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. So any vote, single vote for Mahmoud Baumia is Nanado and Oforiata's vote. And, and this is in spite of the man himself saying on stage that he's going to be his own man. The NDC, from what you're saying, is shaking in his boots because Baumia has been elected. No, we, we are not worried because we are only happy that Baumia is a reflective image of Nana Akufado, and that whatever Akufado did against Ghanaians, Baumia would have to answer for that. All the social contracts that have turned out to be fraud, one district, one factory, one village, one dam, one million, one per constituency, one student, uh, one student, one laptop, one student, one account. All these fraudulent promises, Baumia will have to answer for, and so we are not worried. 
let me get the Deputy General Secretary of the MPP to respond to that. Harana Mohammed, you're getting a sense of the NDC strategy against Dr. Balamia there. Concerned? Hello, Mr. Mohammed. Okay, uh, we'll get him back uh, to get a sense from him on this uh, because now we know uh, the, the message is very clear from what the NDC is articulating there. And Mustafa Bandi, whilst uh, I still have you on the line, you are indicating uh, clearly that you want to visit the so-called sins of Nanado on uh, Dr. Baumia. Well, some may say that if that's the case, then your own candidate has his own sins because he's also been there before and had the whole uh, one term to his, to his name. And that's also where the NPP will go. Yes, that is okay. So we would have that conversation very dispassionately. But what is also visible is that 38% of hardcore dying MPP members have rejected their own vice president, rejected the influence of the whole government machinery behind one political party. Kennedy came without a background. 38% of MPP people followed Kennedy and rejected Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Of course, we are going to have to upload all the campaign messages of all the 10 aspirants of the MPP and we'll distribute for Ghanaians to listen, not the NDC saying. MPP people, what are their own government? People will hear for themselves. The corruption allegations, all of these things we are going to have to play. Now, mm -hmm. Asante Region is the headquarters of the MPP. Their candidate got 55% from their headquarters. That is not worrying to the MPP. Stay on. Let me bring in uh, Haruna Mohammed who joined it. Mr. Mohammed, you're getting a sense of the NDC strategy and the message that they will be couching against Dr. Bami. Concerned? Evans, it's very laughable. You see, um, a party like the MPP, which is a liberal party, that has given opportunity to people to compete with a sitting vice president that a, an NDC party that has always drove away everybody that comes along to contest with Mr. Mahama. Let me tell you, Mr. Mahama contested with Mr. No. Do we remember? Kennedy got 71,000, right? With people, he contested with the vice and got 71,000. Mr. Mahama contested with Mr. No, and Mr. No got over 60,000. My brother, Mustafa, if you are to go on that tangent, your candidate would rather lose because he contested with no. No has no certificate. No has no background. No has never held any position. No is not a member of parliament. No has nothing to do with the governance of this country. But no had over 60,000 votes from your delegates. Don't go there. If you are living in glass house, don't throw stones. I guess you say, let the games begin. Um, Mustafa Bandi, uh, this is just the beginning of a long conversation until December 7, 2024. Thank you for joining us. Haruna Mohammed, also the Deputy Secretary of the MPP. Look, where do you stand on this? 055 You Newsnight starts right now.